Today in the podcast, Bill and I talk about Rogue One, a Star Wars story. This was uh, recorded a few years ago, and I believe I recorded it using Google Voice. And the sound quality is not as good as I would have liked it. So I'm aware of the sound quality issues. If this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, rest assured, the other episodes do not sound like this. Um, I think we have some good things to say, but it does sort of sound like the feds have wiretapped my phone and um, I'm replaying the recording for you. So enjoy, have a listen, and um, I'll talk to you again later. All is now being recorded. Did you say wait? I did, because I, I was wondering if, you, if we want to talk about like how we're gonna uh, uh, how we're gonna approach this conversation if we want to uh, lay out some structure to it or just freeform it. Oh, uh, up to you. All right. Well, then let's just get into it then. Man. All right. Okay. So we are here to talk about the movie Office Christmas Party. Office, which Christmas was pretty Party. good. Yeah. Was it? Okay, last, should, hold on. My wait, cat. wait, but, wait, 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 man. I've got to do the intro, because I don't want to, because I don't want to sound edit. So we have to, like, lo-fi the intro. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like lo-fi, we got to do the lo-fi uh, music. Ready? Oh, okay. So here's, here's, right to the podcast, so... It goes, right, right, right. <laughs> Wait, how's it go? Uh, where, 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 it's been a while since I've heard our intro. I don't think I remember all the beats. I'm eating a turkey sandwich like a professional podcaster. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm dealing with a dog that's hyper. That's good. Like a, like a, like a super professional podcaster. Yeah. Man, so so we're gonna. So you saw Star Star Wars Rogue One yesterday. I saw it on. Excuse me, it's Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Oh, is that it? Yeah, <laughs> hmm. that's technically what it's called. I didn't mean. I was being fake pedantic. Well, you know the thing is, I sometimes I'm I'm real pedantic, but I dress it up like I'm being fake pedantic in order to get away with being real pedantic. It's a classic pedant move. Yeah, it is. Classic. So in the end, it's just real. Pe- it's just real pedantic. Real, real pedant, pedantry. Yeah. Is that a word? All right. Okay. okay. So, one. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. What grade did you get? What grade would you give it? Hmm. Well. 
I mean, sorry. Um, you know, like at least if we're doing like the standard out of five star rating, at least three. And I haven't decided okay. three point five or four. Um, okay. Probably. I mean, like, so. Um, what about you? So I was thinking, and not in terms of stars, but in terms of letter grades, and mm. I think Cause that because you're a professor. Yeah, and I think I would give it an A minus B plus. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, I think I'd give it an A minus B plus. There are some problems with it that have grown in my mind over the last several hours as I've been thinking about it. But then again, there are also some things that become even more cool the more I think about them. So it's like Mm -hmm. something, and I I sort of came around to thinking about it in terms of how it compares to The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's not the best comparison to make, but it's, you know, they're the two most recent Star Wars movies. So I think it's fair in that sense. Um, I think that, I think that Force Awakens overall had a better job, was better from a character standpoint, mm-hmm. but weaker from a story standpoint. What I mean is Force Awakens, I think, did a better job having a smaller number of more fully developed characters and was maybe a little bit maybe a little bit better at um, painting the characters quickly and efficiently. Like, I think of, for example, in the opening scene of The Force Awakens when uh, uh, Poe Dameron is taken by Kylo Ren, and Kylo Ren's just looking at him, and Poe Dameron goes, so who talks first? You talk first, I talk first. Like yeah, yeah. that was a little that was a little moment where it's like oh man you you understand so much about what kind of guy Poe Dameron is like so quickly with just that little mm-hmm. moment and there's a lot of that in Force Awakens and I think that Rogue One was short on that kind of stuff. Then again, the story in Force Awakens really is a very very bald faced you know repetition of the original Star Wars movie, whereas Rogue One is something new and different that we haven't seen in Star Wars before. So mm-hmm. maybe Rogue One, you know, if so if it's like the ultimate Star Wars movie to me would be the same plot as Rogue One, but with characterization that was as good as Force Awakens, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... That's not to say I, I didn't like the characters in, in Rogue One. I did like the characters in Rogue One, but I think that they could have been a lot better. Right. Well, so I I think I mostly <coughs> excuse me I agree with you for the most part, um, mm-hmm. but like the the it, it, like the points you said about you know um, Force Awakens being sort of a re a retelling or like a different version of the original Star Wars um, movie like the the beats were similar and stuff like I totally agree there. Um, yeah. And Rogue One is telling a different story. Totally agree with that. But uh, as far as like story pacing goes, too, like maybe that ties yeah. into characterization. But the pacing in Rogue One 
I only saw it once, but the first part of the movie, I was real confused. I was like, totally rushed. Totally agree. What, is it, what planet are they on? And then, yeah. um, and then there was a moment where like it was it was my own fault, but like I had too much water to drink, and I hate having to run out and pee. Oh, uh, I, like, I had to as well. I also had to go pee. It was terrible. Yep. So I like I ran out. Um, I ran out in a scene that had. I'm still getting used to these dudes' names. Uh, blah 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 blah. Not what's his name? Uh uh uh. Sagara, that guy. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I I ran out at a moment when he was explaining something, and I came back, and I missed like. Like the the person I went with wasn't a huge Star Wars person, so I was like, "What did I, oh what did I miss?" And like, she's like, "Oh, he's talking to like some gross looking squid guy." Dude, we went to pee at the exact same moment. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, That's we peed at the exact same moment. Yeah, and I yeah, was like, what? a squid guy, and then and then it shows. I guess they're still on Jeddah. Jedha, but um, Jedha. but like those two characters that were in the the um, um, most Eisley scene were yeah. were they they run into them and so I whispered to to um, the person I was with I was like are they on Tatooine and she's like what <laughs> I'm, like, are, I'm like are they Tatooine are they on and she like she's un, not unfamiliar, but she's not right. She doesn't know the names of the planets and stuff. So I was like, yeah. "Are they on Tatooine? Is that are they on? Are they at Mos Eisley?" And I'm sure, like for somebody who's not like up yeah. on Star Wars things, she's just like, "What are these names you're babbling?" Yeah, you're just saying you're just saying sounds. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, I can see how that would be confusing. Um, yeah, I think that I think that I really liked the character of Jin Urso, but I just don't think that we had quite. She just wasn't quite fully drawn. Um, yeah, I think that she was a little too. Uh, she just wasn't quite fleshed out enough. And I think that might have something to do with the reshoots issue, which we'll probably talk about. Because um, it seems like they they went back and they changed – this summer they changed some aspects of her character um, based on things mm -hmm. that are in the trailers that are not in the actual movie. Um, and so I think that might be partially to blame for that. Um, yeah, I think I think so too. I mean, we should just talk about them right now. Yeah, so it's clear from the trailers that the entire third act was changed. Like, the way that the movie ends was different. Maybe maybe not maybe not in the ultimate sense, but in the mechanics of it, it was totally different. Like, yeah, like we know that originally what they filmed was that they took the, the hard drive with the Death Star plans and, like, left and got back onto the beach and were running away. Uh, mm -hmm. Whereas in this movie, in the actual movie, that doesn't happen at all, which is yeah, kind of interesting. There's, and there's a scene like on that um, 
Oh, and if you haven't figured it out, there's spoilers all over this thing, so don't. Oh yeah, spoilers. <laughs> a little late for a spoiler um, tag, but that's okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. And like, there's the scene in the trailer where she's up on that like broadcast tower thing, and yep. there's a there's a she's running out onto a little platform, and there's a Tie Fighter, like that right. hovers up and staring yep. at the Tie Fighter, and that never happened. Oof, um, amazing watched, shot. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched something on, um, I think it was Nerdist, where they said, you know, they, that they thought that was um, Krennic. Like at one point, that would have been Krennic in the in the Tie Fighter trying to stop her mm. or whatever. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, uh, another another thing, Krennic was not a particularly good bad guy. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of weird that the main antagonist of the movie turns out to be. Someone who's kind of like a middle management <laughs> bureaucrat who who kind of got shit on by the higher ups. Um, I didn't. Yeah, well, I, mean, I didn't. That's similar to uh, to what's his name in um, Force Awakens. That guy was, you know, not Kylo, not Kylo Ren, but the other guy was sort of exactly like Krennic. Seems like that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, what was his name? General Hux. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, General Huxter. Yep, yep. So I think that the Jin Erso character, there was, she's good. I like her. I think she was a, she was effectively a cool badass, but there just wasn't as much. She didn't tug at the heartstrings quite as much as she needed to. And then um, uh, I I thought. I, yeah, I think that was my main character complaint. Um, well, I think, like, I mean, it, it probably has something to do with reshoots. Like, like if in the original, you know, we're making a lot of assumptions, but, like, in the original shoot, if she survived, then, mm-hmm. like, then it would have made, made a difference in the end. And there's other scenes that came before, like, in the trailer it shows um, Mon Mothma, like, like, Sort of giving her like giving a list of all of her crimes and and right. she she has to be like oh okay well I'll join up with the rebels and that's not really what she was doing so um, I mean it's probably a fault of, of that however it came about I agree with you like it, her motivations were just sort of not that clear um, right and and also like I think that the trailers and like the posters and stuff sort of um like she's not really the main character in the movie i mean maybe she's the one that gets the most screen time but it's not like it, it, this is really like an ensemble cast sort of thing i, I would yeah i don't know i mean she she's yeah she doesn't would not feel like like she's the 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 star I don't totally. Know. You would not say that Rogue One is the story of Jin Erso in the way that The Force Awakens is the story of Rey. Right, yeah. I mean, it feels more like it feels more like um, Seven Samurai or something. It's like mm-hmm. get these ragtag group of people together. And, right. Jin and I love them. I love a ragtag group movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, like, super good. Like, the, especially... Um, 
uh, who what was the blind? What was the blind guy's name? Chira Timway. Um, what is it? Chira Timway. Or yeah, Chirut? that guy. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, at the right. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and I can't even find it. Oh yeah, Chira Timway. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. That that guy's character was great. I thought he was great, and I liked his friend too with the big gun. Um, I really liked the droid. I liked K two S O a lot. I thought he was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Yeah, I liked I liked Diego Luna. Um, I thought that his character could have maybe had a little bit more humor to him, but he was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked I liked the Imperial pilot character. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Bodie, played by Bodie Rook. That guy, man, if you haven't seen um, uh, The Night of, that HBO show that, Ooh, I that, he, see was that. In, that he was in with... Um, uh, uh, John Turturro. Yeah, John Turturro. Like, he is so good in that movie. Mm-hmm. Just really, really good. And I think I just saw him... I think I just... I think he's in um, this new Netflix show that was just released called The OA. I think he's oh, in that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. A- anyway, yeah, he he was he was really good, but I think his character was another one that I was like, they I, they needed to do something right away to establish, like, I didn't get that he was like the shell shock, uh sort of wild canning guy that's trying to help the the rebels out until much later in the movie. Yeah, I think it would have been useful to have a scene between him and Mads Mikkelsen. Like, it would have been useful mm-hmm. to have a scene establishing that they were friends. Right. But he He's was, there? was not, was mobile. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I think it would have been good to have a scene where Mads Mikkelsen could come to see that Bodie was, like, also morally conflicted. And he talked about it. I mean, he at one point, the Bodie character says something like, your father saw in my eyes that I couldn't – I didn't have the heart for this or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So – Yeah. So that was there, but I think it would have been useful to have an actual scene. Um also, the mm-hmm. whole sequence where they go to the rainy, dark planet, and there, and Diego Luna or Cassian is going to assassinate Galen, it didn't make any sense that the, the the rebellion would be like, no, the mission is still the same, assassinate him because he might be working on a Death Star. Well, by that point, they knew he had made a Death Star already. Yeah. And so it didn't make any sense that they would say, no, 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 just just shoot him. Don't try to capture uh, him. Just shoot him. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, yeah. Me. I. I guess. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can come up with reasons why, but. Yeah. I, it, yeah. It, it's definitely like a head scratcher. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you could say like, if we're talking about, I don't know what what was the what was the bomb the guy who invented the bomb in World War Two the Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Was? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could say, like, you need to kill Oppenheimer. Just in, like, what if he escapes when we capture him and he goes to, like, he has other crazy ideas in his head that he'll make a better yeah. bomb or, like, 
you know. Yeah, that's true. Like I can see that. Yeah. Death Star or whatever. I don't know. That's true. Um, that's true. I can I can buy that. Yeah, uh, but it, it was it it still it wasn't like if we have to invent the reasons why like it probably wasn't that clear. Yeah. Any, I feel um, I feel like I feel like uh uh but like. I liked a whole bunch of things in this movie. Like, oh yeah, me too. I, no question. I mean, yeah, like the. I, I think people are gonna fault it for being darker, but I thought it. I thought it was good. Like the entire movie being that dark. Can I? I just think that like all the way up until we see Vader, you know, like mm-hmm. that scene of Vader just like annihilating those guys. Uh, oh, God, so good. Terrifying. So terrible! Yeah. Like that that little scene that like from the time he he's you know just attacking those guys, it right. like it, it added so much more like menace and weight to the original Star Wars movie. Oh, whereas I don't one hundred percent. Yeah, I, and I don't think the prequels are bad movies, but you could still have a bad movie that makes his character menacing. And I don't think the the prequels do that at any point. He's not a menacing no. character in the in them. He's just no. sort of it's like a he's whiny, a whiny child, and then he's a whiny teenager. Yeah, and and he's just this tragic like piece of burned meat at the end. And you're just like, mm-hmm. oh god. Yeah. Okay, get the David Cronenberg character away from me now. Yeah. But this this is like, oh god, he just he just. Brutal, I did brutal. like I did like seeing a glimpse of him in his back to tank and his like lava fortress. I thought that was kind of a cool yeah. notion. The notion that before the events of like prior to the events of the original Star Wars movie, Vader was spending a lot of his time in this lava fortress of his. Even though that's sort yeah. of hokey on his surface. The, I thought the way they rendered it was really cool. And the notion that he well, has to spend a lot of time in the tank just probably mm-hmm. to keep himself alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and I mean, that, cool. that lava that lava fortress world, I mean, I think they're giving a nod to the fact that that's in the last prequel. I mean, that's where he got his body burned up. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I think so. So, yeah. what so maybe think? they're saying, like, that... That whole time he's been on that planet, I don't, I don't think that I don't think that's what they meant to take away. What did you think of his cheesy line? What was his cheesy line? Oh, when he's like, "Don't choke on your own aspirations, Director Krennic." Um, oh no, that's I mean that's totally in line with the with the the some of the stuff he said on. Um, uh, in the in the first trilogy, I think I think he said things like that. He didn't make any right? puns, though. He 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 said things like "apology accepted," uh, Captain Piet, and then uh, you know he he said slightly quippy things, but nothing so openly punny. Now I only ask because I did not think it was a great line, but I didn't. I wasn't particularly bothered by it. I guess I would say I no. rolled my eyes a little bit. But Emily was like, that was some prequel-level bullshit right there. And I was like, I wouldn't go so far. <laughs> I wouldn't go so yeah. far. But it was definitely – it was a little bit maybe too punchy. But, yeah, uh, I, I can see how it's sort of towing the line. Yeah, of, yeah. of just being like some sort of really cheesy joke. 
Um, but I, I, I didn't think it was. I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad. Oh man, yeah. uh, the, I, I want. I want to save it. I wanted to save this, but let me say the part. The parts that I really, really didn't like. Okay. Like, what? What is that guy's? Is it Tarkin? Is that is that what his name is? No. Yeah, Tarkin. The 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 CG character that we had to see so much of. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Like. Well, here's the thing. Oh God. So, I knew somehow from reading an article or maybe from one of the trailers, I knew that Tarkin was going to be in the movie as a CG character. Oh, so okay. when he, I knew he was going to be in it. And so when he showed up, I was like, oh, here's the CG Tarkin. And I kept looking at how CG he was. But yeah. my brother-in-law did not know he was CG. He was like, oh, my God, how did they find an actor that looks so much like Peter uh, I mean, Yeah, I mean, okay, but – it was it was pretty obvious. I I don't know. It was pretty obvious. I thought it was kind but, of obvious, but in my day spent reading internet comments today, I'm finding there's a lot of people out there that didn't know it was CG. I I guess so, but man, nobody's eyes move like that. Like it, yeah. it's not it's not the fact that it was with CG. It's the fact that like they they made classic CG mistakes. Like, okay, this is the, we need to make sure that people know this isn't CG, so they make them do more ticks than is necessary when you're just having a conversation. Mm. Like, so you think they tried? Like, one of the reasons it looked bad is because they tried too hard. It's the uncanny valley thing. It's like you can't yeah. you can't do it. it. So you know, if you and I were standing in the room together and we were having a conversation, and it was intense, I mean. I would be looking at you and probably not blinking, you know, if we were in an argument or something, we would be like locked eyes and yelling at each other or whatever. Yeah. And and Tarkin's eyes were just like like all over the place. And they sort of did the same thing with Leia at the end too. And yeah. oh god, like I, why like like why and why and, like that's I'm just I'm like shaking my fist. Like why end on that? on the creepy you don't want the last visual that people walk out of the theater with being oh god there's a okay there's the there's a cg face and that's a so, cool credit so look I, I guess i guess i agree with you in most senses like last night one of the things i was saying last night after seeing the movie was man the cg is amazing but we just do, we we just can't quite yet do human beings CG. No. Like, we're just no. not there yet. You can do an amazing CG ape. You can do an amazing, amazing... I mean, even Gollum from Lord of the Rings from 13 years ago still holds up really well. But you just can't do a human being yet. And they should have... They could have made Tarkin a smaller character, and they could have just had that scene with Leia have her from the back. You did not need right. her to turn around. Yeah, um, and, but, and but the Tarkin scene... But I guess but the only was... thing that makes... Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, you go. No, I, but, but, you know, I guess 
today I've come to learn that a lot of people didn't know that there was CG. So I guess it was convincing to a, a lot of the audience. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Man, I mean, and like, I think what uh, me and one of my other friends were saying is that, like, the scenes where you get to see Tarkin um, in the reflection, like, that looks real, you know? Holy crap, where did they get that footage from? How did they use that? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, like, but, but the, I, I, I don't think I'm emphasizing how much I really enjoyed the movie. Like, oh, the yeah, fact that they, that they turned some of the Star Wars formula on its head a bit, like, mm-hmm. uh, Alan, Alan Tudyk's, um, you know, Android was really cool and refreshing because it wasn't like the, he's like the anti-C-3PO. You know, just right. like says says what he says, and he has feelings, and he talks about him, and he gets petulant and upset and stuff. Like that was that was cool. Um, yep. The the two Japanese um, swordsman guys, or the yep. one swordsman, um, and and his partner with the the Gatling gun thing, like that. His was partner, great. who who his partner, if who if you're into that sort of thing, may have been more than just his sort of. Buddy, you know, oh, depending oh, on how for you sure. want to read that, for sure. that, that relationship, um, I think that's a plausible reading of it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. And um, so, so one of the things I liked so much is that – so it's, it's actually kind of interesting. So, you know, we knew that Rogue One – I mean, I knew that Rogue One was going to exist even before I saw The Force Awakens. And what's interesting is my expectations from, like, let's say a year and a half ago, summer of last year, before I'd seen either Force Awakens, and I also knew what Rogue One was going to be. I knew Rogue One was going to be the story of the Rebels stealing the Death Star plans. So I was like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. We're going to get Episode 7, which is going to be this big, new, epic, wide, sweeping extension of the main Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker sequence, and then we're going to get this, like, smaller, more self-contained sort of heist film. And I was really excited excited about that. But Mm -hmm. in retrospect, it's almost the opposite. In fact, The Force Awakens felt like a much more intimate, self-contained little movie. And Rogue One felt like, like, holy shit, there's this huge galaxy, and you can see, like, what the Empire has done to the galaxy. You can see the mining operations. You see what it's like for a planet to be occupied by the uh, the Empire. You see, mm-hmm. you know, where they're – you see how the sausage of the Empire is made and all that stuff. And it was, like, mm-hmm. it was more epic. It was, like – that's, I guess, one of the things that sort of surprised me about Rogue One. It was this huge um, scale. Where, yeah. you know, while The Force Awakens was actually sort of a more intimate little story. Um, so yeah. I, I was pleasantly yeah, I, surprised by that, I guess. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, and and uh, what I was going to say also about um, sort of changing some of the tropes around a little bit, like I liked seeing that the Rebel, that the Rebel Alliance was doing morally questionable things, you know? Mm-hmm. like Yep. And I like the notion that there were different bands of rebels. There was like the more terroristic mm-hmm. band, and then there was the sort of more mainstream band, and they didn't necessarily get along, but they kind of used each other. That was really yeah. interesting. 
Yeah, yeah, that was that was cool. Um, I liked that that they did a they did a really good job in this of of um, not like the blind swordsman guy mm-hmm. could have very e- they could have very easily put a lightsaber into his hands at some point in the right. movie, and they right. never did that. That's really true. Glad. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm really, really glad they didn't. The um, only lightsaber in the whole movie is Darth Vader's, and you don't see it until uh, the very, very end. Yeah, man. You see no lightsabers until that, and then, and then when you finally do see that lightsaber, I remember, God, the end of the movie. My heart was racing so fast by the end of the movie, like because, you know, um, when. Cassian and Jin are on the beach and they basically get killed by the, the shockwave. I thought mm-hmm. for a second, I was like, okay, that's, is that the end of the movie? Is that the end of the movie? But then it kept going and then I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Because <laughs> of what happened. Like it was amazing. And you know, there's that yeah. dark hallway and then you just see the lightsaber and you're like, oh, oh no. God. Yeah. Was <laughs> that was a really great terrifying. moment. Terrifying. It was so good. So good. Um, um, yeah. And, you know, yeah. others, so many things like seeing, seeing, oh, potentially the best space battle, like potentially better than the space battle in Return of the Jedi or damn. Yeah, near. it was really, yeah. 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 Like the, the, the ramming maneuver, like the way that they rammed the two Star Destroyers together as a way of opening yeah, up with the, the, with, the, with the hammerhead, awesome. uh, hammerhead Corvette, I think they yep. called it. Yep. <laughs> it was, I love that part because the Admiral, the the calamari admiral i guess who i who i like to believe is admiral akbar's father <laughs> or something yeah i like he's like get a hammerhead corvette and then when you see it you're like well goddamn that's that's a hammerhead corvette right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yep, that, 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 was, that looks that was, like what yeah. it's called that was awesome. yeah that was great oh and and did you notice all the um all the they included a lot of things that lucas had in his um, like original Star Wars screenplays, like I didn't notice it at the time, but I've read that since. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, like the Kyber crystals and the and the wills, the like Temple yep. of the Wills or whatever. Yeah, yep. all I, I. It's not like I did a ton of research about that, but I listened to this audio book, um, How Star Wars Conquered the Universe, which is really really uh-huh. good. Um, and he sort of talks a lot about that in that book, but. Um, yeah, I thought that I thought that was good. I thought that the the cameos, like some of the cameos, were pushing it a little bit. Like I said, those two guys from the cantina. Why are they on Jedha? Like, well, they why are well, both? They, he had to get the death sentence on twelve systems somehow. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's just, it's, but they were also like, why two lucky guys? motherfuckers that they left they left Jeddah apparently like right after that because they were gone by the time the uh the Death Star shot it. Right. And and did you pick up on this? I I I I'm not sure if I'm getting this right, but was was Jeddah the the home of the Jedi's? Is that why it was called Jeddah? You know, I think maybe we're meant to believe that because when they're going through the desert and you see there's a huge crumbling sculpture and I did not notice this at the time but I've since seen a screenshot of it one of the big like knocked over sculptures in the desert that they're walking past is a cloaked figure holding a lightsaber oh okay 
So okay. it seems like, yeah, like je- there, there definitely seems to be some kind of Jedi, Jedi, Jedi uh, connection. And yeah, I hope so, because if not, that's utterly confusing. Yeah, I think there, I think there's, I think that's implied. I take it to be implied anyway. Okay. Um, okay. Um, yeah, so so much cool shit. Like, oh, also, stormtroopers actually were scary. Like, they actually seemed like effective soldiers in this movie. Yeah. Which yeah, they didn't true. in the entire first uh, trilogy, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, they were not horrible shots all the time. Um, yeah. They were more effective. You know, they were scary. Yeah. I liked the black stormtroopers that follow Krennic around and that spoke in a way that you couldn't understand. I thought that was a cool yeah. little thing. Um, I think they're called the uh, death troopers. Yeah. yeah I like the death troopers. Um, yeah. the, just in general, like I liked that we got to see a lot of um, different um, terrain that we haven't seen before. And yes. like the, like that first creepy scene where it's like that just about to storm real bad, but half of the sky is still pretty lit up sort of, um, yeah. y- you know what I mean? Like when they're on his farm or whatever, like right. that, that yes. was really cool to see. That was great. Um, yeah. And, the, and like, like you were saying, like the night rain scene, like we haven't, we haven't seen that. I don't think in the mm-hmm. Star Wars movie. No. Although um, in that night rainy scene, I, I was a little bit annoyed. It might have been a projection problem in my theater, but I was like, okay, it's a little too dark. Like, it was, oh, I, yeah. I felt it was, like, dark to the point of being hard to, to see things. So it could have been a projection uh, problem. But um, So if, if you didn't come away feeling that way, then. Did you see it in 1D or 2D? I saw it. No. <laughs> <laughs> one point, day you stared at a point of light. Two <laughs> D. Saw it in the. Yeah, I saw it in two D. I didn't see it. In yeah, 2D me too. Yet. Me too. I kind of um, want to, just because, like, um, when else am I going to get the chance to see it in three D? You know? Yeah. Like, right. I want to go see it again anyway. I mean. Yeah. It's one I think I'm going to try to go. I think I'm going to try to go on Christmas Eve when um, Emily and I are driving up to Michigan, and I think I'm going to try to take, make my parents go on uh, on uh, New Year's Eve. Um, although I don't know how long it's been since my parents saw the original Star Wars, so I don't know how many of the uh, direct like continuities they'll appreciate, but whatever. I think they'll mm-hmm. enjoy it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was – it was good. Uh, I'm trying to think if I... The blue milk? Did you notice the blue milk in uh, Jim's home at the very beginning? No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, that's, in that's that very little... first scene when uh, uh, Jim's mother is, like, puttering around in their house, there's a picture of blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, scene, the scene where they're, like... The scene where they're actually like using the two joysticks to steal the thing mm-hmm. i don't know it felt it, that just felt a little forced like the whole mechanism huh. of trying to steal hard drive like i like i don't understand why it needs why it needed to have like why wasn't it just in a filing cabinet it it, it didn't really make much sense you know yeah i thought it it was i i suppose that's true but i thought it was kind of a cool i thought it was cool visually 
I did too, but I did too, but I think it just needed a little more it needed a little more context for it to to make sense why it was like that. But man, yeah. the the death scene that got me the most was definitely uh, uh, K2SO. Oh my god! Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh yeah, because oh. he, I mean, he, you know, he died brutally. And then also, I don't know. I thought both Chirut and Baze's, uh death scenes got to me. Um, both of them I, were, were pretty good. I, I guess I didn't. I. I, it should have made sense that everybody – I didn't think that far ahead when I was watching the movie that, like, oh, all of these characters are going to die. Like, I didn't really process it like that. So mm. I think I think the droid was the first one to go. So after that, I, I was sort of like, oh, people are – oh, okay. Like, they're going to start yeah. chopping these people down. But yeah. I yeah. think it caught me sort of off guard. Um, right. Yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah, I uh, I was I wasn't sure if they were gonna have um, uh, I didn't, I wasn't sure if they were gonna have Cassian and Jin survive. And at the end, I thought for a minute that they were gonna somehow miraculously survive. But I think it was the right thing for them not to. Like, I think it was more in keeping with the tone, the sort of theme of sacrifice throughout the movie, that it's it was the right thing for them to to not survive. <laughs> I think so too. Um, and and did you? I I didn't notice this, but were any of them boffins? You know, like that line from the original Star Wars: "Many boffins died to get us this information." Yeah, we're boffins. Well, let me be pedantic again. That line is actually said about the sealing of the plans for the second Death Star. Oh, okay, okay. That line's actually in Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So. Yeah. So that'll be the other. That'll be another standalone Star Wars story movie: the story of the Boffins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I kind of hope they don't do that. But maybe yeah, they me too. Will. Me too. I kind of hope they don't do that too. So we know that the next movie is going to be uh, the Han Solo movie. Like we know that that is true, and in fact, it's going to start filming like in a couple months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Episode 8 has been shot. It's in the editing process. It may, you know, they may do reshoots this summer, but, like, it's in the can. And so we're probably going to see a trailer for that. You know, I'm guessing Super Bowl is my guess, is like, as a sort of event at which to debut it. Right. Um, or maybe Oscars, because the Oscars are on ABC and ABC is Disney. I don't know, mm. but um, that's my guess. But yeah, they're going to start filming this Han Solo movie. So, so having seen Rogue One, and the first, you know, the first ever Star Wars movie that is not part of the main episode sequences, what can mm-hmm. we expect from the the Han Solo movie? We know that it's going to be directed by the guys who directed um, the Lego Movie. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, we know that. Alden Ehrenreich is going to play Han Solo and that Donald Glover is going to play Lando Calrissian. We also know that they're, 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 they're going to cast a, a female lead that is not going to be, you know, Carrie Fisher or somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. One, one, one wonders if maybe it'll be more of like a, a more of sort of a uh, almost Guardians of the Galaxy kind of tone to it. Probably not that 
comic, but but certainly yeah, I I bet they wouldn't go. I mean the the they're trying to make money, right? Like yeah. the, like no doubt they're trying to to make blockbusters, and right. I mean I don't I don't know much about. I'm not. I'm not like an expert, but I have heard that in order to make a blockbuster, it has to be PG-13. That's just. Yeah. That's just the way it is. So. Right. It, so you know, if they made if they made it like PG, it probably wouldn't. You know, it's not going to be like the Lego Movie. But mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it will be like have that same tone as like Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, right. And and like, I wonder you can imagine. If yeah. Go ahead. I wonder if they'll uh lean as heavy on the callbacks or if they'll they'll sort of like ditch the callbacks since Han is gonna be a young a young man, uh like will they will they ditch that I I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. like the Lego movie a lot, so Yep. Like those guys are pretty smart and funny. Um Yep. Yeah. I think that they'll They'll almost certainly – I feel like they're almost certainly going to uh, reference things like Han winning the Millennium Falcon from Lando in a game. Mm-hmm. That almost – I feel like they're almost certainly going to do that. But, like, what is and, the and overall you... plot of – what is the overall plot of the movie going to be? Like, is it going to be about Han take, um, undertaking a very daring smuggling mission – you know, for somebody, it almost—it's almost like it's almost like the plot is going to be sort of a, any given episode of the show Firefly, in some sense, and that right. it's going to be this guy with a cargo ship and his, you know, Chewbacca, and he's trying to smuggle things while there's this big empire keeping order. It almost seems like it's going to be, you know that kind of a mo- that kind of a story, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh I guess we'll see. Yeah, are are they going to incorporate some of the, like I hope they I, I hope they don't do this, but you know it almost makes me think like the the <laughs> what is it the Kessel Run or whatever? Like you made the Kessel Run in however many parsecs, you know, that, right. that Was that the Kessel yeah, Run? Yeah, they're going to try to fill all that stuff in. Yeah, Kessel Run. I I I kind I hope not, but yeah, but too. it wouldn't surprise me if they did because they yeah. they've kind of been leaning heavily on that sort of thing. Um Right. Uh Yeah. Oh, and one other thing about um Rogue One, I really liked the 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 guy, the little alien guy that that didn't have any lines but was all over that movie, like the sort of troll-looking guy. Oh, the tiny little guy? Yeah. Yeah, he was played by the guy who played Wicket. Oh, that was Warwick Davis. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, that 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 figures. Man, we have yeah. no idea what's going to happen in Episode Eight. I mean, we have. I guess we can speculate, but I just I really hope that Episode Eight does not kind of recapitulate uh, Empire Strikes Back in the way that Force Awakens recapitulated the original Star Wars. I don't I mean, think they're going to do that. Yeah, it would be hard to, I think. Yeah. Because I don't think they're going to do that, but 
you can see like, okay, the training montage between Ray and Luke, uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the rebels are on the run. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 it ends with a victory for the forced order. And, you know, mm-hmm. you can see how it would be easy for them to think, well, that's what we got to do. And I'm just hoping that they just didn't decide to do that, that, that that's not where they went. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, same here. Um, well, all right. I think all right, man. Wrap. Well, I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to uh, finally take a shower today. And, uh, yeah, then we're going to go to a Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this has been fun and, uh, maybe we'll actually start our old podcast up again one of these days. Yeah. We'll have to do a tone brothers one before too long. Oh yeah. We got to finish. We got to finish that up. Yep, man. Okay. All well, right. Good talk. Until, until next time. Say by your apparatus. Apparatus. All right. Apparatus. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.